This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by Taproot Edmonton, which publishes curiosity-driven stories, topical newsletters, and locally-focused podcasts, all in the service of informing Edmontonians about their community. Want to start your day informed? Check out The Pulse, Taproot's new daily news briefing. The Pulse tells you what to need, you need to know about Edmonton's every weekday morning. You'll get short, informative updates about what's happening at City Hall, plus coverage of business, tech, foods, the arts, and more. You'll also get a little bit of whimsy from features such as a moment in history, there's your favorite one, Superfan, chart of the week, and the Friday podcast pick. And it's free. Sign up today at taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse. That's taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse. Enjoy the show. Hey, fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us go down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up and talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we are a proud of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. And of course, you're also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. My name is Andrew, and of course, uh, you've already seen me because I totally blew it off the intro, but welcome to training camp for us as we are all just learning where we need to be, <laughs> what buttons to push, and making sure that we have things turned on. Um, we have a lot of fun things to talk about tonight. Uh, first, let's see who's here with us. As per usual, it is the one and only super fan, Mike. Jazz horns. <laughs> jazz horns. Jazzers? Oh my God, that's know. so awesome. I'm not sure so what awesome. you call it. So. Jazz horns. That's one of the greatest. <laughs> it's something. It's fantastic. It oh, sure and you heard her in the background uh, joining us once again from her brand new digs, her own new version of the Turf District. Commissioner Kayla, how are you? I live. I live. You do live, and it's fantastic. Yes. Bit of a variety of a color, though. Yeah. I do have appropriateness. You do. So. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Come, we have to have a painting party. Obviously, that's uh, that's gonna happen right away. Um, hey guys, we are back and we get to talk football. Um, but before we do that, uh, Kayla, tell us you yeah. you've had a busy month, as everyone can see behind you in your new space. But how how is it? How are things? Oh man, alive! Yeah, busy is just not even the word to describe it. I bet. Just moving. I hate moving. I hate moving. It's the worst. I mean, I'm blessed to have a house, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, I got to move again. <laughs> it's very frustrating, but it's been good. Unfortunately, my car broke down too. So oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, it was like right after I bought my house, I went to the mechanic for a checkup 
And he was like, yeah, you, you really shouldn't be driving your car. It's a hazard on the road. I'm like, oh, great. It's like if anyone flicked a cigarette, it could just go. <laughs> so RIP, Regina. Oh, no. RIP. Oh, poor car. So now I have the extra stress of finding, trying to find a car and going to salesman. And I'm just like already over it. I, <laughs> I can imagine. I, I hate car sales. I'm sorry if you are one, but oh, my gosh, like. Leave me alone. Well, maybe through this, you'll find somebody who would like to help. And that's nice. There's, there's got to be people like that around. Yeah. Oh, I'm right? still looking on my checklist. I haven't found or okay. my list of cars. I haven't found any that are like, oh, yeah, no pressure, no pressure. They say that. And then like five hours later, they're like, have you made a decision? I'm like, I told you. I'm just have test you driving to your right daddy. Now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hey, I can handle myself. I'm in oh, I get it, money. but that seems to be a very common thing with some car dealerships. Oh no, oh no! I I give them a bit of the toot, and then they nice. <laughs> the but they still don't back off because they're just they need to make a sale, right? So if anyone knows of a good dealership that doesn't work with commission, hit a girl up. Mm. I am mm. I haven't heard of one you of those. Talk to Chris. That's true. Yes, Chris. Mr. Igar. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, he could probably help you out. He can hook a girl up. He can, well, <laughs> okay, in, that, in one fashion, anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but how? But how is the new place though? It's good. You're comfortable. You're you're doing well there. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it would be a little bit unnerving living in a house because I've always been in apartments or condos with people right next to me, which. I mean, can be really annoying, but at least you have that extra security of like, people got to get through the front door and then my door. And this is like, you just got to get through my door or window. And I watch too many crime shows. I'm sorry. That's where my head goes. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was getting that sense that you uh, right, watch too many crime shows. Especially with an old house. But no, I felt I'm 100% comfortable. It honestly feels like it's not new. Like it's been a part of me for a long time. It's very strange. But yeah, I love it. I mean, we've already started the Renos, and it's looking great so far. Oh, that's awesome! That's fantastic. Hundred and thirteen years of people history in here. Hundred and thirteen ghosts. Wow. Yeah, it was built in nineteen oh eight. Holy! Mm-hmm. Cow. Which was the first year that we had Canadian football in Edmonton. Ooh. I mean, it was meant to be. It was. <laughs> it was totally meant to be. Um, and uh, so now, obviously, we missed you last week, but we were talking about the season starting, the schedule, and all those things, and training camp starting up. Uh, tell us a little bit. How did that hit you? Because uh, we didn't we didn't get a chance to talk to you about it. It's still surreal. Like I I still feel like there's another shoe to drop, but somehow they're going to pull the rug out from under us and just be like, just kidding. We can't have a season anymore. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I hope I'm pessimistic Patty, but um, I like, honestly, I really haven't had that much time to think about it because of what's been going on, but I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm so I'm most excited to see the people. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. To see everybody. Yeah, I, I on Twitter it's become a happy CFL family place again, and lots of good right? messages going back and forth, and and the playful digs have started, and and so it's kind of it's kind of nice to have that back. Uh, that's what yeah. I've found so far. 
Hmm, maybe it's time to revive my Twitter yeah, maybe, a little bit more. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little. Everyone misses you. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. Now, Superfan, um, you and I, you know, got through the show last week. Um, we did. And I know that was a tough one for us. Uh, lots of exciting things to talk about, but of course, tough with the, the dedication. Um, how, how was the rest of your week? Did you get anything else exciting or anything? Uh, I know you've been swamped with work, but uh, what, what else is yeah. going on? Yeah, work's been pretty crazy, but what else is kind of new? We're expanding yet again to another city, so. Oh, wow. It just makes life more and more fun, hey? Wow, this is what you get excited about, isn't it? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, and then other than that, yeah, not doing a whole heck of a lot, doing uh, a little more research, um, been working with a guy who's researching pre-war, and when I say pre-war, I mean World War One, not mm-hmm. two. Uh, Calgary, uh, they were the Calgary Tigers back then. Oh wow! So he and I have been sort of bouncing ideas off each other and getting that sort of thing done, and yeah, it's been pretty good. Very cool. Very cool. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, did now I know you had some some horde things this week. Do you want to go through those now, or do you want to wait till a bit later in the show? I just got a couple of things, and we can do them now. We can do them whenever. Sure. Why don't we do them now? Because I know one of them sure. you just got this week, and it, it surely gave me a smile. So I think you should. Yes. Well, yes. both of them are are brand new. Excellent. I mean, I did get the, the new glass from the the team store that was a a uh, picked up for me today since I had to work. Ah, yes. But uh, yeah, little elk glasses. So nothing wrong with well, sociable then. Still tastes great. Hey, pinkies up, Mike. There you go. <laughs> I'm not really sure if I can do that, but but you know, you can't jazz use glass. jazz horns on the glass. Come on, <laughs> jazz glass. Um, Hashtag so jazz horns. Yep. Title I'm of the podcast. Sure this is gonna work. Okay. No. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. Every podcast. Not sure if this is going to work, but we'll give it a shot. Okay. So uh, this is now available at the team store, uh, and I thought this seemed kind of appropriate. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That is so. I awesome. think that'll be at the uh, on the way down the stairs to get there. So, enter at your own risk. Uh, especially if you're a former player, you might just never leave. Yeah, um, <laughs> or you might get trapped in that locker of yours, and your or fo- well, photos know. taken that may be used to incriminate later, as we talked about last week. You just never know, right? Whatever works, <laughs> right? And then uh, we were at the old Strathcona Antique Mall, which is uh, kind of a little favorite haunt. I like to go to not as much green and gold there uh, as usual, Um, but I did see one thing that sort of grabbed me, and I realized that the podcast has done so well that they've made an action figure of me. Which I thought was pretty cool. That's impressive. Like, and as I did say, it's more of an inaction figure. But you get the general <laughs> idea. But there it is. Look at that. Oh, oh super fan. fan. Look at the super fan. And you know what? That's one of the main players or, or people that we've seen in green and gold wearing 23 that we're not upset with. So that's it's true. That's good. There we are. So I, you know, this is pre-beard. Obviously. 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 No glasses, but you know, I do, we can fix that. I do uh, I do enjoy that you're carrying a big finger. <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> scream for the teams and this is not a library, make some noise. <laughs> so <laughs> we may have to make that sign up for the actual I don't uh, know if people time. saw the bottom part where you actually had like the defense signs, like that's that's outstanding. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, that is. Yeah, are you a super fan? <laughs> Tell me they yeah. had a second one of those. I might need one for my own just so that I can talk to you on a more regular basis. 
just sit up there and talk, and I'll <laughs> put a microphone on there. That's right. It's like, <laughs> Every time I talk, my voice comes through. Comes that would be oh, worth. That would be totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have these. No, there are more actually. Have more Our friend Chad found a second one online. Did he? Oh, okay, excellent. Well, they're not cheap. No, it was much much cheaper at the old Strathcona <laughs> Antique Mall. But still, mall. But yeah, yeah. I need to find. Like, they need to have one of those with a 27 for me, and then we'd be perfect, right? That'd be right. Yeah, exactly. That'd be. I I've, I like all these things. This will be funny. Uh, <laughs> so. Bill Kempthorn says, with the season going into December, I expect to see that costume for the Halloween game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, th- th- that would actually be amazing. That would, th- that would yeah. be. Should be like Bob and Doug of Superfans, like have the two different, one one holds the one sign and one holds the defense sign. It'll be great. Right. I like well, that. I mean, uh, Smitty did ask, uh, love it, is there an offense version? And I said, yes, the offense is shh. <laughs> I'll be quiet on offense. Offense is working. We've got a lot of people talking in the chat. Oh, that's excellent. That's good. Well, we, we will have, yeah. we're going to have some time for questions. Is there, uh, is there anything that jumped right out at you that we need to get to before we start talking about some other stuff or? Well, there was definitely some congratulations on removing the number 200. So that oh, was good. Th- <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Old dog, <laughs> new tricks took, it only took like three episodes for me to take it down, but that's fine. That's true. Hey, it's- uh, uh, Coach Vic did suggest that, isn't there a player, a former player who sells cars? And sure enough, Grant Shaw does sell cars. That's true, yes. In, in the park, I think. Yeah, I think he's in the uh, park, yeah. Bill... Bill Kempthorne did say that uh, Caleb beat Andrew to a new house. Hashtag burn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Smitty does say that uh, my wife just said that Kayla's living room looks like our dining room. Wall, paint, and older house style. Very Chicago. Oh, there yes! you go. Fancy. So there we go. That's that. That is a good compliment right there. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, highest. everyone save up your questions. We have a spot where we will take some questions as well. And I have a there few from online that we can, uh, that we can get to as well. So, uh, so yeah, guys, training camp opened. Uh, we, you know, first day Amen. on the field was yesterday and, uh, uh, an amazing, I, I got to tell you, um, being able to walk into the stadium was, it was a moving moment as we said it would be. And, uh, I know just being, uh, we, I came in through gate seven, so I was on the North side there. And, uh, of course, as you come in, you can see over the seats and, and down and, and it's like, there's, there's, there's guys on the field. <laughs> Wow, like it's all, you know, how you were saying, Kayla, where you're just waiting for the rug to get pulled out from underneath you. There was that moment of, oh, it's this is actually (laughs) happening. It's all happening. And uh, it was it was super exciting. Um, And uh, and then I marched my way around to Section Z and and walked down to about row 15, I want to say. And uh, and I that's where I took the picture because by then I had kind of con- collected myself a little better to be able to right. take a picture and say, Hey, this is, this is where we're at. And, um, but just, uh, it was funny cause I was messaging, uh, Dave and Morley and I said, Oh, are you guys up in the suite? And they're like, yeah, come on up. And, and, uh, I then at the end said, I- I'm sorry, I just couldn't, I couldn't leave my spot because, uh, it, you could, it's the sounds, right? You can hear all the guys, right? You can hear the helmets hitting. You can hear the, the 
speed as they're coming around. Pads popping. Like, oh, just well, they weren't none, none of them. The, none of the practices that I saw, they were wearing pads. But oh, that's but right. it was just yeah, it was just a really cool like okay, that this this feels more normal, right? Yep. Um, so yeah, no, that was uh, so that was really good, and I'll get into more of what I saw in a minute. Um, let's talk about some of the things that the team has done because they did some signings, um, and uh, we've had a couple of different changes due to injuries and retirements and those types of things. So uh, we'll start with signings. Um, now, interesting, they had a, a list there, and Mike, I remember you were texting me like, "Well, they signed like five guys, but then like." <laughs> three two of them went right into the suspended list and it's like well yep. why are you but i'm sure part of it is controlling numbers uh yep. but part of it is if you you may be signing a guy who still needs to get a passport and then get up here 100%. and then do the quarantine period so that's likely where we've got a, a few different things like that happening but now mike you also pointed this out do you remember the name of the defensive back that we signed that's right, Nick Pickett. <laughs> now, is that not a name for a DB ever? Absolutely. <laughs> Come on, Pickett. Written in the although, stars. although Morley did say that you know it's good, but it's not as good as when he said uh, when we had Money Hunter, and he said it was money for nothing and your picks for free. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, you got to give it to the man. That's why he is. They are the best in the business. Absolutely. So. Yeah. That that is it, it. It wasn't that. But now you have a guy. His name is Pickett. Like, yeah, he better pick it. That's all you have to do. It's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we also signed running back. I'm just going to get all the names here. So if I'm looking down, um, Terry and Folston, uh, which is funny. We had a Folston not that long ago that was just released. We did. And now a different one. Uh, so we've gone from the land of Darii to the land of Folston's, I guess. Um, <laughs> an offensive lineman, Eric Brown. Now, offensive lineman might become important as we talk about some of these other things in a moment. We might. Linebacker Curtis Aikens, offensive lineman O'Shea Douglas, and then just yesterday, offensive lineman Thaddeus Coleman returning back Ud. to the green and gold. Someone born in the 80s. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, a player who was born in 1999. So we're close, right? We almost have. Actually, two players. Sorry, two players. One of them has not turned 22 yet. Really? Wow. Grant McDonald. Really? Oh, and you know what? Grant McDonald is wearing 53. And let me tell you how weird it is to see uh, a 53 yeah. player running around on defense that's like lanky and tall. I'm He's like, 6'3". And I'm like, wait, a, that is not. Oh, right. Yeah, they. Right. Yeah, it's just that was very odd. Very. With 100 odd. players in camp, you got you got to use the numbers yeah yep. you know what though those first couple of days it's so much though about just trying to like who jumps out at you like you because right. there's so many guys that you can't really narrow down and be like okay that i i've you, know, you can't say that you saw everybody on the list because you're too busy no. watching everybody else right so um so that that i yeah the first part is always hard for that um Anyway, um, now, out of those signings, as I said, Aikens and uh, actually the Dugas, O'Shea Dugas, uh, both of them went right to the suspended list. Uh, and like we said, likely due to travel, quarantine time. 
the other thing we found out on Saturday was that uh, Darrell Walker is a little late, being that he had to deal with some personal things before he got up here. Uh, so he will not be joining into the camp until this coming Saturday is when right. uh, we'll see him. So uh, in that spot for most of this week has been uh, co-host Kenny. So, and not been doing too bad in that spot either. Not bad. So, so uh, nothing nothing wrong with that. It's not not a downgrade at all. So, no. um, now injuries uh, have bitten us a little bit already. Uh, announced on the Friday, right before camp uh, started or medical started, Colin Kelly out uh, with a shoulder issue and surgery, and they're talking five to six weeks. Was that right? Shoulder? I thought it was a pec issue. I thought it was a torn pec muscle. Oh, I thought it was a shoulder. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. all right. Well, I'm going to just three you. to five months. It's a long time. He's, Oof. yeah. He's... It's possible he's back, you know, if it's three months, mm -hmm. then, you know, we're looking at, you know, mid-October. If it's five months, then it's, yeah. see it, Grey Cup. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I did see him come out of the, uh, the locker room um uh yesterday uh with the arm in a sling and all those types of things so it, it looked to be in like good spirits for what's going on so uh but can't imagine that that's any fun so we're uh, all of our our best to him for sure uh we did have a retirement as well in tommy Dreheim. so uh so now we're down two different tackles american tackles between colin kelly and tommy Dreheim. um that's unfortunate i was really hoping that tommy would make that next step yeah, I mean, it's been tough because he was injured and you just anyone that was injured you always want to see come back and and show what they've got. Um but it's been a year and a half off for these guys and they've had to have other careers to be able to pay those bills and maybe some of them are like I'm you know, I'm over 30 now, maybe it's time to look at that second phase of my, you know, my career. And move on versus, uh, you know, going back to football, maybe losing that job and not getting when you come out. So, yeah, fair point. it's a tough call. Plus the chance to see your family all the time. There's a lot of things in play here. So I never will begrudge anyone who's going to, you know, say I'm going to not play football so I can speed my family. So, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that this is not a knock on him making the choice. No, for him. not at all. It's just uh, like you said last week, selfishly. I'm like, <laughs> um, yes. I'd like to have offensive linemen. I'm, you know. Yes. Fair. Keep Trevor up. But, that would be important. I mean, you were at camp. They were running some four non-import sets or national sets yes. on the offensive line. Yes. So if they can do that, then, you know, then maybe we don't need quite as many yeah, well, American tackles, right? And, so. and we'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, so let, let, let's start there. Let's start talking about some training camp stuff. So um, yeah. the O-line uh, that was uh, quote-unquote the ones – Shall we go with right. that? Um, was Sir Vincent, uh, Jacob Ruby, David Beard, Matt O'Donnell, and Kyle Saxlid playing the right tackle? And um, did like none of them looked out of place? I will say that. Right. And was it ever nice to see Sir V actually <laughs> pushing guys around? Like, oh yes. my goodness, is that guy ever like you? Not to say, I don't want to say you forget how talented they are after 18, well, for him, even longer, uh, basically, right. right? It's been basically 30 months since he's played. Um, he's a couple of days into camp in 19. And yeah, and then gone. And so 
but watching him push like you, you you can appreciate it more when you're like wow that guy can really keep guys out of there like it's it's crazy um but the other thing that he does a lot which i uh, which i and i think um the guy jamarcus hardrick i think he does it in uh, winnipeg too when the d guy jumps off he just stands up and goes like Right, right. It's like to make it obvious, and yeah, uh, you got me. But it just, oh, it makes me laugh every time. Like he's, he sets up, and then the other guy moves, and he's like, "That wasn't me. What? No, no, I didn't do it. Like it was him." Yeah, and uh, so that was that was pretty funny. And and for the most part, <clears throat> they were holding that defensive line and giving Trevor some time to get the ball out of there, which is nice to see early on. That is yeah, impressive. Obviously, not everyone's at a hundred percent speed but right. we have a pretty solid front four. Oh my goodness yes so let's talk about that let's go to our d line uh where we uh, right now it's lining up with earthquake of course because it has to of course uh jake serezna mike moore which i knew that kayla would be very excited about and uh sean lemon we're lining up as the those main four and uh Betts would rotate in every now and again, and he has improved on that speed. And it was very, like, to me, it was very noticeable in a few plays where he was coming around the far side. And yeah, that he, he was really quick. <laughs> so, nice. so it's kind of nice to see that, that balance and growth from all of them. Right. So I, I was I still fill that hole with the Mondo gone. <sighs> That's going to be a hard one. It, you know, it, and it felt weird, but yet it didn't. I, I, this sounds like I'm slamming Mondo, and I'm not, but I'm just saying, like, it didn't feel like there was a massive drop off. Like, oh, that's good. That that's good, though. Right, right. And I also noticed, and uh, I know Paul Reckner had asked me this just via text, but um, mm. Jermaine Gabriel has mostly been in that safety spot. Right, And I had heard for many years with Toronto that he was kind of a, a leader in that, even though, he, you know, playing out of the safety spot. And you could see that. You could see that he was um, helping direct guys and helping to coach guys and uh, like mostly in the secondary. But you could see that there was that leadership that was on the field, whereas and that may be what we were kind of worried about with Mondo not being there specifically was that, uh, that right. upfront leadership. So, yeah. So that that was kind of a nice thing to see. I, I was happy to see that. Now, um, the first thing I will tell you guys, super high pace. Like, think almost nice. Chris Jones for... Yeah, well, we've had it with uh, the Moss camps. He was much slower paced. Right. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just his style. And yeah, from what you were describing, it's nice to see that pace back. And like, it was interesting, like they would do kind of drills and then the horn would go and they'd all run to the middle and they'd play a bunch of like a scrimmage kind of uh, going down the field one way, then back down the field the other way, then turn and go back to drills. And then horn would go, they all do a hundred pushups or whatever it is. They all come back then. Okay. Another, now we're doing skeleton. And like, it was, it was quick and, uh, and, and yet Enough that you could follow most of it to see, okay, this guy right. is doing this. And, and so it was, uh, I, I really liked, but I, I liked the pace. There was not a lot of, uh, as they get l- like into that second hour, there's a little more, okay, you guys kind of 
stand on the sideline while we work on this because guys are trying to catch their breath and it's also right. you know 28 degrees outside so there's lots of go water go water right so um but yeah it, it was a good pace i was i was happy with that it was really good well, well what's the atmosphere like uh oh well on the like with on the, the with the players like could you feel that kind of momentum and excitement like with the players and coaches absolutely like it was palpable and um, oh. Coach Maxi, when they were doing their stretching on the first day before they, uh, you know, before they kind of got started, he was just down in the end zone, just yelling, "Let's go, let's go!" Like and it was carrying <laughs> through the entire uh, stadium, right? And uh, just firing, and so like the energy was incredible, and uh, oh. and it carried right through. Like there was energy all the way through guys on both sides making plays the you know the team guy this happens in most camps but you know guy makes a big play and everybody on that side of the ball oh! <laughs> you know like it's all very exciting um so yeah no that was it, it was a really good energy but it was it was a high energy people excited to be back so that's amazing yeah yeah it, it was it really felt good with that so um one of the first things I noticed, um, and I know that if anybody follows uh, his Twitter, but James Wilder Jr. is a giant man. I don't know if you know that or not, but oh my goodness, like his thighs are bigger than my head. Like it's crazy. And that is impressive. It, I know because I have a giant head, but still <laughs> it. Um, which all, it gets inflated a lot by people too. And I, I just walk around. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it's no, but he's like, he's a big dude. And mm. he, uh, but like even Dave Campbell said that to me, he's like, yeah, he looks like he's in mid season form. Now to be fair, he looks like he's in mid season. Uh, thank you. Uh, he looks like he's in mid season shape probably all the time, but, but he's hitting the line and, oh man, the like lines opening up and he is taken off. Like it's, yeah, I was very, very happy to see how, especially because he did have the retirement year and then he signed back and then he, you know, we kind of went back and forth and he's had the time off because of the pandemic and, but yeah, no, he, it does not look like he's missed, missed a step, but it looks really good. He's done a lot of yards at Commonwealth, so yeah. might as well keep it going. <laughs> You think he'd like playing on the turf? Like that's why we. It's clearly yeah, exactly. Thousand yard season in fourteen games. Two thousand. Okay, good. As long Ooh. as you don't have a high expectation or anything. Nope. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. First two thousand yard rusher in fourteen games. Like it could happen. <laughs> it could minimum. It's entirely possible. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now uh, on another same but slightly different note. Um, Terry Williams, uh, or scary Terry, as they called him in Calgary. Uh, that guy has way more speed than I thought. And, oh, he's got some speed. My goodness. And he, he had one where he like cut through the guard and tackle on the right hand side. 
Right. And he was in the secondary before, like, I think even before the linebackers knew it was going on, like he was, and he was gone. It was like a 70 yard run, just took off down the field. Fantastic. And he was fast. I, I was very, very impressed. So uh, they didn't have any drills specifically for kick returning, which I think that's kind of going to end up being that role for him is that is the returner. Sure. But yeah. If you ever needed him as a, as a backup running back, oh my goodness, because he he can really hit that line quickly. So I, I was very impressed with that. Um, quarterback wise, uh, I was watching to kind of see because of course we know Trevor, um, but we had three guys behind him. So Williams Ooh. is uh, Troy Williams was the returner, uh, and right. then Corn- returner uh, like returnee like he's. He's returning returning yeah. that's the right word thank you yeah <laughs> there we go yeah. he's the quarterback that was here before excellent i just needed to change my there. wording okay good yeah um and then there was uh, cornelius and anderson with uh, anderson being the one that we just recently signed um right. with the retirement of jeremiah briscoe and um i believe anderson was the one that he had played with the arizona cardinals and right. um I, I got to say, out of the three of them, he really stood out to me. Now, to be fair, he was wearing 14. So I might be, you know, I might be... Little bit. Little, maybe, you know. Because you are a big Danny Mac fan. Th- that's <laughs> what it was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not, not as pretty of a ball. Like, it's not a James pretty ball, but it was a nice ball. And... Uh, <laughs> and he can uh, no. I, I just I was really impressed. Uh, like we had talked about it last week, his rollout um, and his throwing on the run was really good. And he now he's kind of playing with the threes, and uh, but he's reading the field really well. I was I was pretty impressed. Hi. So um, and I, I think Williams has taken a few steps forward. It, it seemed like he was making a little bit de- better decision making, not just taking off every time. Uh, but he still does definitely rely on his running, which is great. Like he's fast. So, yeah. So that interesting battle there for, for second. Um, now Chad was asking me, um, who out of the new guys stood out and the one guy that I, as after the first day that I'm, I easily looked at his number eight or nine times was the new guy wearing 31 and his last name is Kinsey and he's a running back, but he he draws your attention. Um, He's fast. He's got great hands. um, And he was that uh, he relief valve on a lot of the long passing plays. And so he'd be getting it and taking like He'd be at that 10 yards really quickly. (laughs) So, uh, so that really stood out to me. Um, the other one, and, and I, I know it's like I'm focusing all on uh, running backs, but uh, Fletcher is his last name. Right. And uh, Walter. Yeah. And he basically ran over a linebacker quite literally <laughs> <laughs> and threw him and went for about 35 yards. And it was, uh, yeah, it was just one of those plays that everybody kind of went whoa, did I just see that? Like, <laughs> just got up to the line and just boom, oh, right over the guy. So um, 
so yeah, those were the kind of the guys that uh, that stood out to me right off the top. So that was uh, it's always it's always nice when you're like, okay, yeah, that guy's good, that guy's good, and I like that, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, you keep doing that, that's good. Uh, receivers, it really wasn't that surprising. Um, the guys that stood out are the guys that we knew were going to stand out. Um, right. There, there wasn't anything that was way out there. Um, although I will stay, uh, you know, uh, a friend of the show and, and, and friend to you, Mike, you probably talked to him more than any of us have, but Diego, uh, has taken a step too. I've, I really noticed, That's awesome. uh, yeah, I really noticed some speed. I noticed uh, even some blocking downfield. Um, and yeah, I, I, I definitely noticed some improvement there. I was pretty impressed. Yeah, I was actually at CH Cafeteria when you texted me that. So, of course, I told them all he had a, uh, you know, he said he has, he has spun, got a 35-yard touchdown, yeah, and yeah. the whole place erupted in cheer. Oh, no. It was quite funny. <laughs> so awesome. Just from training camp, right? But that's yep. that's the thing is that uh, you, you want to cheer for guys like that, guys that have made this a Absolutely. home and, and do well. 100%. And he's... Yeah, he really looked like he had taken a step. So that that was really very cool. Um, interesting too with the, again, now I, this is very early, but with the ones, uh, they had two Canadian receivers. So right. um, Mike Jones. Who? Thank you. And a little slow there. Sorry. Yeah, a little bit behind. Yeah, I paused for a long time for you though. Uh, and then uh, Tavon Smith. And uh, Tavon, I stand behind what I said last week. Tavon is going to have a massive year and uh, he's, oh, he's, yeah, he's quick. <laughs> he's, he's fun to watch. I, uh, I, and especially with these, those, the big two with Ellingson and, and Skywalker, mm-hmm. uh, I, that's going to be really tough to, if you're covering those guys, there's guys getting open. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's getting open or Monty's getting open or, or could be K- Kenny. Like there's like, who, who do you, who do you leave, right? And and Mike Jones did get the ball uh, a number of times. I think there was only one push-up situation, and all the rest he caught. So, nice. so that was kind of a nice thing too. It's good good to see these things. But uh, yeah, Tavon, I'm still I'm still lying down. Uh, Tavon's going to do well. He's going to do well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, a couple other things that uh, that did come up. Um, Biera was the uh, the guy that was starting middle linebacker. Uh, Keyshawn, yes, and uh, seemed to move very well. Um, didn't nothing glaring stood out poorly. Nothing stood out glaringly good either. Um, I I would love to see that guy with pads on though. Like he looks right. Like one of those guys that had just, you know, line you up, but uh, obviously can't do that when you're not in the pad side of things. So um, so picky. Yeah, exactly. But mostly it was Biera and then flanked by Vontae Diggs and um, Brian Walker. So, right. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, and uh, we were talking last week about Kevin Brown and uh, what number he would pick. So he ended up with 41. And uh, I've mostly seen him playing that uh, that short side linebacker as well Fodell <laughs> we needed another I mean come on we need- so he's a wheelbacker correct yes nice um now one other th- uh two other things that I wanted to say um first one was the new running backs coach uh Valono I think is how you say right. his last name yep boy did he impress me as a coach and just 
listening to him get guys fired up, but then he was like every play you could hear there was the praise. Yeah. Yes. That's good. Do Yep. Perfect. Do this. But then if there was, awesome. but then if there was, Oh no, wait, you're okay. Hang on. Hold right here. I need you to shift your hips like this. Okay. Go back. Do it again. Do it. Yes. Like it was, I'm like, okay, this is a guy who gets excited about good plays. It's a good coach. Right. Yeah. Um, but then in the background, he, he, at one point he had um, uh, one of the guys up that was kind of, running so that the the running back had to change like choose which side they're going to and he was in right. the back with a big pad and um every time the guy was going to start running he'd say contact is imminent contact is imminent and they would come and he'd bang hit him with the you know but it was it like it, it's just i i really really enjoyed listening to him coach i i was learning stuff listening to him coach and that's uh, that's when you know it's a good coach right yeah, that is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't want to just focus on players because we have so many new coaches that you kind of want to see how do these guys tick, and I, that guy just stood out for me in a big time way. Um, and Coach Elizondo, remember when we had him on the show, and he seems like just this nice, gentle man, like right? He can project his voice throughout the entire field, and I learned that. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, like, yeah, yeah, if he gets to get your attention, he would get it. And uh, pretty impressed. Yeah. (laughs) But no visor. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, Brock was on the sidelines wearing a visor, but Elizondo, no visor. I'm like, there better be a game time visor. And it really should have antlers on it. Don't you think? Maybe you can wear it to the side a little bit. Just a tad. Bring on the 80s. Every Everybody in BC gets upset again. <laughs> exactly. Coach doesn't wear his hat. Wear your damn hat straight. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my man. goodness. Oh, that's... Straight up joy. Yeah, exactly. But uh, the visor's got to be coming, right? Like, has to... One would think. 100%. Come on, coach. He said he wears one. Yeah, we need the visor. That's what we need that. Especially if it was like that plastic green. Oh, I like that you know? too. That's yeah. 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 He wears, he's playing with a team that can have green now. It just has That's to be right. dark green. That's the only problem. Yeah. Is that a problem? I don't see a problem. No, it has to be dark green <laughs> is what I said. It can't be light green because that would be a problem. No? It has to be the right yeah. shade of green? Okay, good. Okay, perfect. <laughs> just or it could be yellow. It could. Be, yeah, that'd be fine too. I'd be okay with that. Um, so yeah, a couple of days in, uh, was very, very cool. Very cool to take it in. Um, and to be able to be back there, uh, to talk with Dave and Morley, of course, and, uh, and to see some guys performing. So that was, that was pretty cool. So, um, I think this year with, uh, just because of the, um, the change in access and all these kinds of things, I don't think we'll be able to do a Jimmy Gaines award because we're going to have to base it mostly on two practices, <laughs> but, right. but if I was, the first yeah, two. but if I was going to do it now, it would be Kinsey, but, uh, right. we'll, uh, we'll see how the rest of camp goes and, and, uh, you know, we're going to be setting up for having our, our year preview when we get to Dave and, and Morley on. And, uh, when they get here, maybe they'll have a, a, a pick that they can say, Oh, outstanding. This is the guy mm-hmm. that stood out. Right. So we'll, we'll talk to them about that as we get close. So let's live stream the whole thing. Uh, you know what? 
I don't know why they're not. Yeah, like, right? On. That's a great idea. Come on. Just saying. Just... They probably won't. No, they've... No, that, because that's, all... there's actually reasons they can't. Yes. But I know, yeah, yeah. All of the other, well, maybe all the other teams are like, yeah, go ahead. Certain... I'd love to see all your plays. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> exactly. Maybe not the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Um, Distribute it to those lucky few. Ex- yeah, that, see? that would I'd be okay with that. Film it and just send it to me. That's fine. Yeah. Sign a contract. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm okay with NDAs. Come on now, we can do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's let's move away from camp for a second. Uh, let's talk a couple of news items, and then I want to get into right. some bold predictions for this year because it is time for Ooh. us to do some bold predictions. That's exciting. Um, first thing: CFL XFL talks end. Um, any. <laughs> Kayla just summed it up and it's, I'm glad we are actually a video podcast. That was good. Right. Um, yeah, I know the Elks put out a, a statement saying they were pleased that the talks had ended and they were committed to the CFL and our, um, you know, our treasured brand of Canadian football. And they can move forward. Right. Yeah. And uh, I was lucky enough to get asked to be on third down gamble last week to talk about it and, and talk about how, that came to a close. And uh, I think, that, and I, I just said at the time, the biggest thing for me is I, I kind of feel relieved. Like let's, let's yeah. talk football. What? Mm-hmm. Like, well, you were talking football, just, but I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk all the business side. I want to talk about the place. I want to talk about the players right. and I want to, and, and we never knew what it was they were talking about. Were they talking about... Talking about talking. Right. Were they talking <laughs> about merging? Were they talking about... I heard one interesting idea just kind of through... That it was like maybe they were talking about getting a bigger TV deal where the TV started... The deal started by doing the XFL and then going to the CFL as the... as the You know, like I... And I, those types of... Like it could have been any of that stuff and we have no idea. Right. So... Um, I guess on the one hand, I'm glad I didn't waste a ton of energy on it because uh, why? Um, until we know what they're yeah. actually talking about, right? Um, on the other hand, I mean, I I did meet some XFL fans that I thought were good dudes and you right. know people that we could continue to interact with, and maybe some of those guys are are now gonna turn to start watching some CFL. Well, hopefully, right? So. If nothing else, uh, we were all talking football in February and March. Right. That doesn't happen yeah. very often. Yeah. Right? So. Silver lining, at least. Something. Yeah. Just got to, there's, like, there's a small win in there, I think. Anyway. What did you guys think of... We'll take it. What did you guys think of the Elks' response? Or their statement? Uh, where it's just they were pleased? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that... Like, what, what do you think that that... Uh, or, or how do you feel about the way that was worded? I think it's just it's been going on so much, and obviously the um, the governors would know what was being discussed because that's who was doing the discussing. Mm-hmm. So they're probably like, "We're really not even talking about everything that everyone's speculating. We're just talking about early, early days, right?" So let's just put it behind us and talk about football because that is definitely happening, and it's turning right away. So yeah, you know that's how I sort of took it. It's almost like, what else were you actually talking about, too, that you're pleased that this is happening? Like, were there some shady deals going on or was something else going behind closed doors? We're very pleased. Yeah. Well. <laughs> like, I'll take your word for it. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know. I thought it was, I think some people took exception and I was like, I think they just want to move on. <laughs> 
really right. the way I looked at it, but that's that was just me. I liked uh, Jacques Cartier. Oh, of course. Uh, he, he tweeted that, does that mean that uh, uh, The Rock has been turned on by the CFL twice now? So <laughs> Has been cut by the CFL twice, isn't that what it yeah. was? Yeah, that was that's, that's what it funny. was, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, he's he's got line. some good lines. Yeah, I will he I'll, does. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, one other thing from around the league um, before we get into our other things, but um, the Riders, uh, four players all on the same day go down with Achilles tears like all doing the same exercise like I, I there, there's Maybe just cut that after the second one <laughs> <laughs> well that's just it that's what the guys from pimples were saying yeah like you're doing an you're doing some sort of you know warm-up routine or whatever and one guy goes down with an Achilles Okay, maybe more like okay, maybe it's just a random thing. The second guy goes down, you should be really stopping that. Right. Yeah. It's like no more medicine ball today. And then let's keep going. Oh, and then we have a third one. Oh, well, that whatever. That this is just a freak day. Let's keep doing it. So then we get four. Like and especially if like Larry Dean was like the third or fourth one. <laughs> like, like which I mean, we don't know, but it's just like guys, oh my goodness. I've never heard of that before. Four guys, no. same devastating injury in a matter of one afternoon. Like, and yeah, Tim Capper is also saying, don't forget the two Al's players as well. Yeah, absolutely. It was just that is crazy to me. I uh, with with Achilles as well, Achilles injuries as well I, for the Al's players. I think so. Were the, they were <laughs> were the Al's or one was an Achilles and one was something else? I thought or were they? Yeah, they're both injured. That's all I know. Okay. Oh, okay. But even still. It's just uh, well, Capper will know. He will say it momentarily. Right. I'm yeah, sure. Waiting, <laughs> um, but I, I actually think it was because it, yeah, it was just like everybody at once. I'm like, oh my goodness! And every other team is like, okay, let's uh, tone down the intensity a little on the stretching. Yeah. <laughs> Tim says yes. Both were Achilles. Oh my! God. Wow. So six Achilles injuries in the first day. Uh, or before the first day, really? Really? Yeah, exactly. It was still in the stretching area. So, oh my god, yeah. I I feel Jeez. bad for four guys and for you know rider fans. When you have two two starters going down and basically gone for the year for with yeah, Achilles. and possibly even longer. A lot of these guys, wow. it's fourteen months, right? So that's just yeah, that's a crazy. Oh my goodness, that's... it could be Labor Day twenty twenty two before they're back. Ooh, man, that is. Yeah, that that's a beating. That's for sure. Because it will be starting earlier next year, Touchwood. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea. There we go. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Um okay, let's get to some fan questions and then we will do some uh then we'll do some bold predictions. So uh super fan, we got anything on the YouTubes there? Well let's scroll back here. Um let's see. Smitty was saying talking about a uh, player born in 85 to put that age in perspective my car is half his age <laughs> nice wow. uh, Capper did say with so many players how are coaches going to find those diamonds in the rough which I think is a really good question well especially with no camp yeah with no uh, preseason games I mean yeah uh, most teams are going to have some scrimmages I know that the Elks are having a scrimmage on squad, Saturday yeah. intra squad yes but um I can tell you right now from being there for two days, there were guys that stood out and there's going to be a lot more video that they're going to have to go off of, right? How is the, how right. are they looking this video? 
Um, yep. And I I think that there'll be more those guys that have played for a number of years, unless somebody is really jumping out to take their spot, it's likely that they're kind of locked in and they're going to, sure. you know, work around that. But, but standing there, there, like I said, there was at least two guys that I was like, wow, uh, he's really making me stand up and notice. So, so I think that's how they get noticed. That'll be good. Uh, Jerry Cooper, uh, is already putting in his early uh, wild prediction. Ooh, and he is betting Saxolid is our starting left tackle on opening day. Left tackle? That's what I said. I said left or right? And he said, uh, oh no, now I'm not sure. I've already committed to LT, so I'll stick to that prediction. <laughs> All right. He's a man of principle. Well, that's, that's very good, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I would I'd be understanding of that uh, at RT. It could be. Yeah, for sure. But I think that Justin Renfro is going to get a good look at RT before they uh, yep. before they get too carried away. But and of course, salary cap is going to play into a lot of things as well. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, obviously, with a rookie contract, he's he's very uh, cheap. Yeah, yeah, or he should be. I, well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't that made it sound like he should be devalued, and that's not what I meant. <laughs> he's not. It's just yeah. he's a he's a value contract, right? Yeah, exactly. And we, we need uh, we'll a couple of those this year. We need. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question from Bill. Okay. When are cut down days this year? How soon? Uh, so I was lucky enough on my way out of the first day to run into Chris Hagerman. And um, he believes that the first cut down day was uh, the 20th third or something like that and then the oh. second cut down day is um like the week before we were playing sort of early august kind of thing yeah i think um no because we start in early august so we start on the 7th yeah so i think that the second cut down day is like the 30 or 31st that's, that's oh, wow, friday saturday yeah somewhere in that range yeah um so we'll we'll know pretty quickly kind of for there. sure what else we got here uh, Jerry Cooper again say oh, well about Chris Jones, but I did love the tempo of his practices, and it's hard to argue that nope, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Get get those guys running so that when game time came, game was an easy thing, right? Because they practice is hard. <laughs> Just a couple more here. Okay. Uh, Bill does say that nothing slows down D rush faster than good O rushes go wilder. Ooh, like that, like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then Tim Capper, glad the Esks PR gave you a pass, Andrew. Cliff and I can't get the Al's PR to email us back for one. Okay, so um, so we'll follow up on that a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, I, we were we were running on the pass that we had before. Um, the CFL protocols have changed, and so um, unfortunately, we will not have a pass for this year just because of the COVID protocols and, and things right. that are in place and, and the space that they have. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, we won't be having that for the rest of this year. So we'll see how things go for next year. Um, right. The the one thing that happens right. with COVID is everything is fluid, and so sure. we'll 
see how things play out and and then we can go from there so um, see what happens with stampede i was very glad that i got the couple of days that i did so that uh, i could kind of give these few insights um and uh, and then we'll we'll rely on our our good friends dave and morley for more information from here on out so um got a man on the inside uh, kind of yeah exactly exactly so and they they did say they'd help me out with that when i chatted with them today so um so yeah so thanks tim uh, I wish I could, you know, tell you a more positive thing on that. But uh, the positive <laughs> thing is we got a couple of days in. So that was good. That's right. Uh, Capper did send us a, a, a question too. Um, oh. Thoughts on the Elks organization starting the season with up to 35,000 fans in the stadium, uh, especially considering other teams will have less due to the COVID protocols. Um, now, Made some percentage of, uh, of right. capacity, right? So. But the other thing is, is, I don't know if you read that article from Terry Jones, but I think the, the Elks are actually trying to get like 56,000 60, people there. Yeah. Like, they're really putting on a major push. So I... Um, 56? They can't even get that. Well, 56 anyway. is full, right? <laughs> yeah, so we can't... We can't. When's the last time we filled the stadium? So I don't think that's going to be an it's issue. Been yeah, it's been a while, but they are pushing to try and get the right deals in place to get the the people in. And, and it's, I, I will admit, I, I am excited to see what they do as far as, you know, when people, when they're running out on the field and all of those types of like to launch the new name. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I'm excited about that, that stuff. first game. Yeah. Right. So does that bring running out on the field that first time? Yeah. It I mean even without the name, it's been 19 months since football. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Coming on 20 at that point. That's I still don't think that'll fill the stadium, but Yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, you better take that drink like like a sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Building the tea. Um and don't forget we got a new mascot. This is going to be huge. Well, that that's yeah, they're in, they're launching a oh. new mascot and yeah. I wonder what it's going to be. <laughs> It's, a hunter. I know it's a hard question. Yeah, my dad. <laughs> yeah, hunter and punter. Yeah, I see. Nice. See, I like this, right? No, of course it's going to be an elk. Um, and that's okay. It'll be fun. Um, but all those things, like th- those types of things, if you wanted to be part of the first something, maybe that draws more people out. So, but right. as far oh, as believe me, by all means. I mean, as far as Capper saying, like starting the season with 35k when when other teams have less well even if it was like even if we're doing a percentage our our stadium just happens to be bigger like with so i I don't yes i don't but right capper follows up and says bc might be allowing only twelve thousand five hundred. that's according to farhan lalji right and their stadium's as big as ours right but they're they're different health protocols I mean, it's more too, indoors right? yeah right? it is more indoors and it is they usually the last couple of seasons they've only done the lower bowl right so right just saying they could open the upper deck if that they get more people in right? right if it's at all possible so i i know the one thing like i and maybe capper needs to qualify this a bit does he think that it's not fair because we could have a higher percentage than others because that I don't. It's not a percentage. It might be just straight percentage. Right. If everyone is allowed sixty percent, then 
we can have more people, right? Fifty percent right. capacity for BC—that's got to be only lower bowl. That is that that, and that is precisely what Farhan had said in his tweet was that fifty percent capacity of the lower bowl, which is twelve thousand, whatever. So, right. well, that might even change depending on provincial law that's been put in place in August, right? They're counting on that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like you, they're not doing an entire you, season at twelve five. No, no, I don't think so. Um, I, and and the thing is, is that it's yeah, so it's different provinces, different um, provincial health um, people, relations, um, totally different uh, premiers. <laughs> just leave that one alone but totally i mean different. that that it, like it, it all plays into it right so uh, right. on the other hand on the other side of things and kayla i, I want to ask you this one first because we talked a bit about it last week but if we're getting 35 or 40,000 people going to the stadium are you comfortable going to the game with that many people with no restrictions oh yeah i am okay Okay. I'm wearing a I, like, ball. I, I'm in a different category. Like I'm young, I'm healthy, I vaccinated. Like I, but I've never been afraid anyway. I mean, when I first came home, when this first pandemic happened, but I just, I don't know. I, I'm a pretty healthy person. I don't get sick. So for my myself, I'm not fearful. Okay. Okay. I don't know what else to say. Like that's just my. I'm. I'm not. No, and that's fine. Like lo- lots of people won't be right. So. Um, like when we were talking about it last week, I, like I'm comfortable going, but I'm not terribly comfortable taking my 11 year old nope. yeah. because yeah. he hasn't had any vaccine yet. So um, that to me, I think I'm kind of setting him up to possibly get into a bad situation when I don't know what everyone else has done or not done. Right. So um, that's the, I think that I think there's going to be some trepidation there as far as mm-hmm. and, and some some people in general will still say oh that's that's too many people in a yeah. smaller yeah. space right so well and that's not even just counting on like a disease or a virus that's going around like i live in a bubble anyway i social distance before it became cool <laughs> like i like to keep my distance from people anyway i like to keep seats between me and a stranger like that's just how i roll so this has changed my life in no way. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and what about you, Superfan? If if that's well, the one thing that uh, Tim was asking as well is Edmondson mandating masks at the games because he knows the Owls are going to say masks are mandatory at the game. I uh, probably when I, we're walking around, I would say. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know because it's outside. I don't know if they're going to at all. But yeah. I mean, it's a very different government. I right? was just going to say. And the, well, the concourse is a little bit different. It's not necessarily outside. It is, but, but it, it isn't. Yeah. In the you concourse? can't really social distance in a line necessarily. No, exactly. That's why I'm saying, like, if you're walking around, I'm thinking maybe that might be the difference of okay, you got to wear your mask, and then when you get to your seat, you can take it off. Because the same with restaurants, right? You wear, well, not anymore. Yeah. I don't know. And that's the right. And we don't we don't know because again, totally different <laughs> provincial governments and right. rules, right? Like where they yeah. have opened up a lot of everything here, uh, or attempt, I guess, said that it's all open. Um, and there are places in this province where people are have taking full advantage of that, and there are places where right. people are still wearing a mask when they're out, right? So, so you, uh, who right. knows? Who knows what they'll what they'll do there. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh, and thanks for the questions, Tim. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, absolutely. 
Jacob Sperling was asking, what are you guys most excited for in terms of in-stadium pump-ups, like fireworks or a new intro video or the tunnel run? Oh, what What is... Video. what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kayla's already in on the video. Don't Whatever the video is going to be. Yeah. 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 They do a really good job with them, I must say. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. So that, that will be very exciting. Um, Mike, what are you... This the first time that team runs out on the field. Yeah, is going to be a surreal experience. Like there are times I've missed it because we're late getting there, like taking down tailgate or whatever. For that first game, I will make sure that I am in my seat yeah. for when they run out on that field that first time. I mean, they'll be out obviously before that for warm ups and things like that. Mm -hmm. But when they announce the team mm -hmm. for the first time as the Elks, yeah. And they run out on that field. That place is going to go insane. Make sure you have your cleanup box handy, Mike. Oh yeah, oh yes. <laughs> so many things I could say. I'm not going to. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why must you ruin it? <laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> um, but it's uh, funny. Yeah, it's it's. There's going to be definitely some tears. It's just going to be. Um, you know, I liken it to, and it's a complete geeky thing to say, but. Um, the first time seeing a new Star Wars movie and you see that a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away. And I don't know what's coming next. Yeah. It's just got that sort of excitement. The hairs kind of stand up just having been a huge Star Wars fan my entire life. Same with this. Like they're running out in the field and it's. Uh oh, we're going to win clearly. Okay. Um, yeah. of course. but, uh, yeah, clearly. Duh. Yeah. Working it now. Excellent. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you giving us well, uh, your opinion. That's good. Yeah, fourteen and zero in a Grey Cup. I think that's the part you missed. Yeah, well, that was sort of implied. Implied. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is it better to say sixteen and zero? Yes, that would be great. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, no, and I'm right with you, Mike. I think it's that first running out and, and announcing the name. I think yeah. that's going to be the big deal. Um, if I had to pick a second one. Um, I'm very interested to see what they do with the fight song because they said they've retooled it and Brian yep. Hall is singing it in between the third and fourth quarter. He barely got the original one right. So, <laughs> so now we'll see what happens with new words. Right. Um, right. So I, yeah, uh, to me, I think that, cause that's kind of that, that's that thing that could connect the old to the new and the, and everything and now yeah. I mean, i'm hoping it won't make it horrible <laughs> but but i'm just kind of, i i'm excited to see what it's like i'd like to see what the buy-in is going to be for a lot of the fans when mm -hmm. people are like go elks go how many people are going to try and drown them out with the old name etc right. yeah. i hope not there's some people that are going to be like well i can't even wear my old jersey of course you can wear your old jersey mm -hmm. yes um but this is a new name try to embrace it and and be part of the the group moving forward. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll sorry, go ahead. That was it. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was beginning a new sentence. I thought that. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, what's the point of being grouchy pants forever? Because like, it's not going to change back. Your, your negativity isn't going to like magically right. forcefully make it be the old name again. Like I just, it, it what's done is done. So, might as well just move forward and enjoy the fact that we have football again. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. Totally get on it. board. Yeah. Totally get it. All right. Uh, any other questions we need to answer there? Super fan. Uh, let me take a look here. 
Uh, no, actually, that is where we are right now. Okay, perfect. So let's get into a couple of wild predictions, oh. bold predictions. And with that, one new question just came in. Which, hard, okay. which words would be hard to remember? The new Elks fight song or the new words in O Canada? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> uh, I've gotten used to the O Canada ones now, so I got those ones down. Them. So, yeah, I just have to get used to it. That's fine. Whatever. I'm sure sooner or later we're going to mess up. We did how many times in the first few shows when we were talking about well, the Edmonton football team did I blow it? Like, it's... You'd... It's oh, just yeah. habit, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, so. Dave Campbell had the uh, best slapdown for the new name deniers. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, I don't know what tell. it was. I'll, wow. have to, I'll have to go and find that, but that's interesting. Exactly. Um, okay, so I uh, I dropped one of my bold predictions uh, last week saying that uh, Tavon Smith is going to have a giant season um, this year. And uh, Superfan, did you... Did you drop a bold prediction last week? Or I don't no, but of course it's going to be about the running game. Um, no. no. Hard to believe. I know. Uh, I think we are going to have a much stronger running game than we have had. And we've had some good running game, running seasons with uh, you know, CJ Gable getting over 1,000 yards. I think we are going to get over 1,000 yards rushing in four less games this year in 14 games. Re- wow, that is a bold prediction. Yeah. Holy cow. Four? Or four? We, well, there's four less games. It's 14 games instead of 18. Oh, I thought you meant in four games. I was like, bro. No. <laughs> I mean, he's had some really good games. I don't know if he's going to have 250 yard rushing games. Okay, okay. Back, I would yeah. be happy with that. Like, that yeah. is bold. That is yeah. super bold. Yeah, no, four less games. Got it. So 1,000 yards in 14 games. Okay, that's, yes, that's a good one. Commissioner, do you have any bold predictions for this uh, this coming season? Mm, not really. I, I'd have to give it some thought. All right. Well, you think on it. I have one other one. You've got 40 seconds. Go. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so my, uh, the one other bold prediction that I have is uh, Kwaku Botang will lead the league in sacks this year. Ooh. That is my... Bold prediction. Now, that's bold because Willie Jefferson is amazing, and I'm not going to deny that, but it's Kwaku time. He's With Lemon on the other side, it may be bets. Yeah. We are going to see a lot of hula hoops. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what that is? Uh, I am going with what he told me, but I just need to put up the air quotes every time. Yeah, Bill did answer. So um, <laughs> um, Dave's quote was, "Don't let the antlers hit you in the backside on the way out." <laughs> Not bad. I like it. I like it too. I like it too. Like uh, any lot. other bold predictions for you, Superfan? Whew, it's a tough one. Um, I see. There's there's a fine line between making a bold prediction and thumbing your nose at fate. <laughs> you don't want to be like I say that Trevor Harris is going to play all 14 games and not get oh. injured you know first game in they get injured you're like no I didn't mean you know hey, can, so I'm not yeah, going to make yeah. that prediction thank you um, appreciate that yeah nope um, I think we are going to have I'll say four receivers over a thousand yards Ooh, I like that 
My thousand four, yard year. So I was going to say four receivers, receivers over a thousand yards, and a running back with a thousand yards. Yep. That's, wow. You're really, yeah. You really embraced the bold part of these predictions. I That's did. Good. Well, he's got to be bold. I mean, if I said I think he's going to get 650 yards at least, it's like that's hardly bold. <laughs> that's not bold. Yeah, he did well with bold. We'll see how we end up at the end of the season. Sure. Kayla, did you think of one? Well, I mean, as soon as you said bold predictions, this like number came to my head. But I was like, that's yeah. silly, and I don't want to tempt fate because it'll probably be like the reverse happens if I say it out loud. But I don't know. It kept coming to mind twelve and two for the season. Going Whoa, twelve and two. That is bold. Whoa. Yeah. That is bold. So that's that's why I'm like, that's a little. But the other thing was you didn't go full Ryan, so that's the that's okay then. Well, I'm not that cocky. I'm just a little. Okay. Excellent. Um, I was actually going to make a comment on Kwaku, not so much of as a, a, a bold prediction, more like a statement. Is I'm we're going to see him rise up to that mantle of leadership, and he's really going to shine this season. That would, but that's not really a bold prediction. That's just like a statement because we know it's going to happen. <laughs> awesome. I don't. I don't mind that at all. Um, okay, let's go through uh, very quickly some our way too early. Year-end standings. Let's start in the East because uh, uh, to me that might be easier for us to pick than the West. But um, super fan, let's start with you. What is your who? What standings do you have in the East? I think that we're going to see Hamilton winning the East again. That's not probably very bold of a prediction. No. Uh, they sure. were very strong, and they're very much that similar team to they were the years before. Uh, I'm also a big fan of Steinauer as a coach. I think he's going to uh, uh, just bring the most out of them. Um, I think that you're going to see um, uh, Montreal in second. Mm-hmm. Again, another big fan of Kari Jones as a coach. And I think that the players have all just really bought in. Um, I think that Toronto will probably be third and Ottawa fourth, although that okay. could flip-flop. Um, they've got a lot of big names in Toronto. Will they gel as a team? I don't know. If they don't, they'll be dead last. Okay. Um, and I get. I totally agree with, with your exact lineup of, of teams. Um I, I think Ottawa's in pretty tough. They've had a lot of big names retirees, right. and um, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to get to fill all of those holes. Like some of them, right. sure, but I think it, it could be tough for them this year. So um, I don't want it to be too tough because I, I like a lot of their fans, but I don't. Want, but I think that uh, that it could be a tough year for them. So we do have a lot of people also putting in their stuff. So after we've done oh, ours, we'll okay. get to theirs. Okay, perfect. Kayla, did you have... Yeah, uh... no, my lineup is exactly the same, but okay. the way I approach it is a little bit different because obviously, holy mazoli, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so, um, He's going to be back, yeah. Exactly. And I just love the way Montreal played, I guess, back in 2019. Mm-hmm. I love watching um, Brennan Adams. Mm-hmm. I just, I love, I don't know, there's something, it's so weird. I remember when I first became an Edmonton fan and started going to games, I hated the Alouettes. Even though I loved Anthony Cavillo, I just hated them so much yep. because they always beat us all the time. But now I love, I can't help it. Like I, I, I root for them. I, I don't know why, but I just I like that team. So same rundown, exactly the same way. 
The I'm combination, hoping... I think, of Vernon Adams and Kahari Jones is right. really hard it's not like... to like. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, I get that. Yeah, It's kind of like, I don't know, maybe this is why, like a Sean Payton and Drew Brees kind of thing. Yeah. Like they just mesh. Like they, they're a pair, if that makes sense. Like it's... There, it's very rare to see that kind of combo relationship wise. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm reading into something too much. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, I mean, they're fun to watch. I, I, I can't, can't uh, argue with you there. So Mike, did we have somebody that had some, anything different or any other comments? Uh, let's see what we got here. So uh, we'll start with Bill Kempthorne. He had uh, Hamilton, Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, same kind of thing. So did Tim Capper. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Jerry Cooper uh, thinks Toronto will be in third. Hamilton, Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa. Mm. Oh. I'd be okay with that too. Interesting. So he okay. thinks Toronto will be uh, bypassing Montreal there. So interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, said okay. Montreal wins are directly proportional. This is Bill Kempthorne. Montreal wins are directly proportional to the number of Kahari hop dances. <laughs> <laughs> it's very. I fair. can see that. It's very fair. Yep. Yeah. Now let's move over into the west side. Um, west side, exactly. Siri, no, <laughs> like it's uh, there's no. I, I don't even know how to pick this. Like it's, it, it is going to be very difficult. Um, Commissioner, I bugged Mike first last time, so I'll bug you first this time. Your turn. If you were, if you were going to rank one through five in the west, how would you put them? Edmonton, because okay. I'd be a traitor if I didn't. <laughs> After my my well, statement, that I just said just made. twelve and two. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, <laughs> if they're yeah. not in first and they're twelve and two, yeah. Wow. Oof, that was quite a year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Winnipeg. I think I'll put Sask over Calgary, Ooh, and then BC my. at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping for a little bit of a hard time in Calgary. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. A little bit okay. of a hard time. All right then. Super fan. Anything different than that? Well, obviously, I'm going to have Edmonton in first. This yeah, is well, I think it's safe to podcast. say we are all going to have right. Edmonton in first. Yeah, okay. I'm going to have Winnipeg lower, though. I'm going Ooh. to say Sask is in second. Ooh. I'm going to have Calgary in third and Winnipeg in fourth. I think that keeping uh, Coleros, Coleros, whatever, healthy through the entire season, even a shortened season, mm-hmm. is going to be a lot to ask. He hasn't been healthy through an entire season in forever. Uh, 2014, I think was the last time, and mm-hmm. it's a couple of years past. So, I, I don't know he's going to make the entire season, and if so, like he, the way he goes is the way the team goes, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't yeah. think they're going to make it. So, it's going to be a super competitive West, and uh, with fewer games against the East, like it's West versus West is where you're going to land up. So, we'll yeah, see. Absolutely. Um, okay, well, th- this is, this is inter- this shows you how hard it is to call the West because I have it differently as well. So <laughs> I have Edmonton first. Yep. Then I have Calgary because in yep. my mind I cannot discount Calgary um, and, until I'm until they show me that they are dropping off because they every time I think oh they're finally going to drop back a little bit and this is going to be nice just to have a little balance then they they bring some other all-star in that we've never heard of and it they light it up so I've got Edmonton Calgary Winnipeg BC and then Saskatchewan and last oh I just changed now I just changed that based on all of these injuries that are going on 
Right. And I think their defense took a pretty big hit. Um, yep. Now they can bring in guys, and I could t- again. This is way too early predictions. Yeah. But I really feel that the offensive Wild line in BC has has started to come together, and Michael Riley is going to put on a show again uh, coming back after the break. So, um, but I still think Calgary consistent consistency uh, no matter who they have to bring in Winnipeg was the most consistent team out of anybody in the league and I think that benefits them um, and uh, that's why I, I, I went the way I did so um, be very interesting do we have a different even uh, even we more do. different ones on you I bet we do because this is yeah. seriously like you could just coin toss this division and see how it works yeah 100% yeah. like you're gonna see a lot of different people all of them did pick uh BC to be last. Okay. Uh, however, um, Tim Capper says that no team will have more than nine wins, and he predicted Edmonton would have eight. Okay. So he said it was going to be Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, BC. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Uh, Jerry Cooper has got Edmonton, Calgary, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, BC. So okay. it's almost the same as me, just flipping Calgary and Saskatchewan. Uh, Bill Kempthorne has Edmonton, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, Calgary in BC, Calgary in fourth. Ooh, interesting. Okay. That Calgary drops on loss of depth and not enough games to gel. Oh, possibly. Okay. I, I like that, Bill. I like that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Con- Connie doesn't like sucked. it, but we Same. all like it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But she's not here. No, no, but... Uh, she did send me a very nice message. So She's sensing it. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, her her <laughs> her red hair uh, alert is going off. I'm quite yep. sure. Yeah, exactly. But uh, well, that's almost uh, not getting cookies. That's all. I'm yeah, I know. That's we have to be careful of that. That's that's not very good. Um, well, this uh, this this was awesome. I'm we found a lot more material than I thought we would this week, uh, and we were just going. It's another long show. Sorry about that. Uh, let's uh, let's pay a couple of quick bills here. Uh, we will say uh, this episode is also brought to you by Pod Power. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Book Women. Book Women is a podcast about editing, publishing, and writing Indigenous stories. Three Métis librarians representing nations from across the homeland aim to inspire Indigenous peoples to share their stories in whatever form that they enjoy. Guests include Indigenous storytellers from diverse mediums like podcasting, burlesque, books, comics, social media, films, music, and everything in between. You can listen and find out more at bookwomenpodcast.ca. That's dope. Isn't that awesome? I know. When, that as is as, so cool. As soon as I read that, I'm like, oh, I, I, I like this one. I'm going to talk. I want to talk about and They have another one, too, that I can't wait to talk about. So I'm sure that'll be coming in the coming weeks. But uh, I thought that was uh, that was a pretty cool one. So um, so let's uh, let's do some plugs and let some people, uh, you know, go to bed, being that we're tying them up for right. an hour and a half uh, on a Monday night. Um, Kayla, where does everybody find you on all of the socials and things? Well, you can find me probably now on the Twitter <laughs> at Duchess Lombardi. <laughs> I knew it would happen. I knew it would happen. Uh, Superfan, where does everybody find you? 
So they can find me at 56 Parkies and the history segment, which will be coming back next time, is at Edmonton History. That's at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, make sure you guys, of course, are following Pay It Forward with football because uh, they're gearing up for the season as well and uh, and reaching out to other networking people. So make sure that you're checking them out. Uh, of course, lots of great shows coming out right now from the uh, CFPN. Uh, you can find yes. them at uh, cfpodnetwork.ca. And uh, I know our, our good friends in Ottawa at the Mouchoir podcast got fired back up again. Yeah. And uh, uh, we're starting to see, uh, obviously, you know, Piffles is still going and uh, I'm hearing rumors that the horsemen will be coming back soon so uh so make sure you're checking out all those great shows yeah exactly uh and of course check out all of the great shows on the alberta podcast network at albertapodcastnetwork.com and uh, you can join the huddle with us everywhere at the turf district uh, that's on twitter facebook and instagram uh, so find us there join the conversation as we get into the season now we will be taking a couple of weeks break here only because uh, i am moving said turf district to a brand new turf district and this is the last uh, one from this old district this is the oh. last one from the original room and, the OG. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what's really funny is uh, in the midst of our cleaning, we kind of cleaned out the back corner where it all started. And uh, I was tempted to set all the equipment up over there and just rec- like take the mic out of the handle and just, you know, free nice. freewheel it. But no one would enjoy that. So now, we're, <laughs> so last one from the OG Tur- Turf District, uh, but the new one will be ready to rock in a couple of weeks and we should be back uh, recording on YouTube on August the 2nd and the, with the audio likely coming out on the 3rd and um, we will be joined by Dave and Morley for that show to do our Ooh, year preview exciting. because uh, they'll have seen a whole bunch of training camp that they can tell us about and then we can get ready for uh, the first game that will be that week so we're think your questions people oh my god it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing <laughs> so exciting so exciting can i just point out something hey, oh bill bless your heart <laughs> there's more glitter right oh <laughs> bill yeah bill we really need to chat <laughs> Uh, oh, there'll be lots of surprises in the new turf district, and I'll make sure that I'm posting pictures as we get things all set up and ready to roll. So uh, I will make sure that we get that out there. Uh, but need a christening? Yeah, uh, probably, probably, yeah. <laughs> as always, you guys, it was amazing to have you and uh, to chat football with you guys. Um, it's the best part of my week every week. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, more of that as we get into all of the fun and games of this season. Um, I want to say thanks again for everybody for watching and uh, supporting us out of the old turf district as we get to the new one. It's going to be amazing. So for uh, Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you in a couple of weeks thanks for listening find more great shows like this at cf pod network on twitter 